From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBicca Live on ESPN 1063. All right, so Oregon and Washington, Nebraska, Iowa. Oh, hey! Just trying to figure out the new Big Ten. You caught me off guard. Do I need to do some wiring here? Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. I just like... All right, so if you're just joining us, and we'll get to DeMarcus Ware singing the national anthem last night before the uh, the Hall of Fame game. It is, according to Brent McMurphy, Action Network confirmed Oregon and Washington next year will be joining USC and UCLA fleeing for the Big Ten. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18 teams in the Big Ten. The Big 18. <laughs> oh, they got to change the name. Well, <laughs> Big 18 doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. It'll be the Big Ten featuring 18 teams. <laughs> um, what a time to be alive. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, so again, we just we there will be four, four teams right now because it looks like Arizona, Arizona State, Utah and Colorado are all going to the Big 12. Watch out for Arizona and Arizona State. You know what's funny from a college basketball standpoint? Arizona and Kansas will be cool every year. Ooh. Mine didn't even go there. Yeah. But that's not why this is happening. It's, not, it's just a byproduct. It's the last on the list yeah. of priorities right now. Think about this, though. Like, you're UCF. This is your first year in the Big 12. And you're about to pick up Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado on your schedule starting next year. Good I guess, luck. I guess free publicity. No, it's fine. It's 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 just uh, outside of football. I don't think that they were anticipating having to go up against Arizona in basketball. Right. Too bad, so sad. I uh, said, "Hey, Kansas, Kansas, that's enough. Kansas State, that's enough." But now, now you've got like Arizona in the mix too. Arizona State's not even bad either. No, they're not bad. Um, I'm just wondering what happens now to the rest of the Pac-12 teams: Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, and Utah. Does the Pac-12 try and just poach a bunch of smaller schools to recreate the Pac-12, knowing that? Their days in the college football playoff are probably over. Like, what happens now? The laughable part about all of this is we haven't heard anything on that front, so we right. don't know. So I've got to assume that, and again, this is good for South Florida. You guys care a lot about the Pac-12, but you know what? Get your own show. I'll say it. I'm going to do this because I want to. Well, they need to be informed. It's crazy. Uh, so let's say like San Diego State, they're going to go to the new Pac-12, Okay. We're just spitballing here. San Diego State's a total Mountain West team. I'm sorry. No, they're, but they've they've got the... Listen, we're going into the Mountain West to, to pluck teams, okay? Like San Diego State's football and basketball, arguably the best, most consistent Mountain West team. All right? I suppose. So they they join. Uh, what about like Air Force? Air Force is probably going to go in. Air Force. Oh, God. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? What else we got? What else we got? We're not uh, about Utah State. Oh, my God. Yeah, this sucks. The Aggies. This is really bad. Watch out. Why don't we take SMU from the American? Go ahead, Brett Lashley. SMU bye is bye. going there by Brett. 
You want to throw a Tulsa in there? I think you might have to. Yeah, let's throw a Tulsa Big in market. There. Boy, this conference sucks. <laughs> uh, what about like a Bo- Boise State? Boise State. They'll attract some Boise dudes, State. Yeah. yeah, Boise State. You definitely want to put, uh, you definitely want to travel to Boise and play yeah. some football. Boise State. Boise State probably should have gone to like the Big Ten when they had the chance. Uh, like, there were discussions. Well, that ship has sailed. Uh, so let's see. We're up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams. Let's get a tenth team just for good measure uh, in here. Do you want to put a Utah State in there? I think we might have or to. Or a Nevada. Let's go Nevada. Utah State. How about both? Well, Nevada with you know everything happening in Vegas, right? You got the, uh, yeah. the, the basketball well, team. Coming. I don't even know if Nevada is even that close to Las Vegas, but fair enough. I mean, I mean, I mean, Fresno State's probably closer to Vegas than <laughs> Nevada is, but, but uh, you get what I'm saying, right? A lot of things going on in the state. <laughs> that's not what that's not what matters. But you're right. You're right. Probably <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's put. Let's go ahead just for bleeps and giggles. Let's put Nevada in there. Okay. So your new Pac-12, according to Ken Levick Alive, go ahead and, and, and uh, spread it far and wide to your family and friends, is Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford, San Diego State, Air Force, SMU, Tulsa, Boise State, and Nevada. Or at least it's wide open. It's competitive. Oh, yeah, I, competitive for a spot in the uh, Emerald Bowl. <laughs> at least it's competitive, right? Some of these coaching staffs are probably really excited. Like, oh. Now we have something to look yeah, forward to. Yeah, if you're the coaching staff of Nevada and SMU, yeah, you're excited. If you're the coaching staff of Oregon State, Cal, Washington State, uh, and Stanford, no, you're not. You think about Oregon State, you're coming off a bowl win against Billy Napier and the Florida Gators. You're riding high. You're in a good conference. And uh, now you're not. Oregon Rutgers, Oregon Maryland, Washington at Indiana. Ooh, boy. This is something. This is going to be something. Oregon Rutgers just, one, doesn't sound right. Two, doesn't logistically make any sense. <laughs> um, three, you could really go anywhere with three. I don't know. This is rolling, man. This is rolling. And don't forget, Florida State is linking up with J.P. Morgan in order to conceivably buy themselves out of the ACC. If Florida State goes, you got to think Clemson finds a way, and that whole thing collapses in on itself as well. Uh, Travis messages in storyline from NFL training camp. I'm most tired of hearing about being a lifelong Patriots fan. Will Belichick be fired if they don't make the playoffs? Kraft should have fired his ass the minute Tom Brady won that Super Bowl with Tampa. Love that take. Love Travis, that take. Travis, I'm sort of down with that, to be honest. I am. Uh, DeMarcus Ware going into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, this weekend in Canton alongside Zach Thomas, uh, our beloved Miami Dolphin. DeMarcus Ware last night. Decided to give the national anthem a go in Canton. Uh, this is this is what what it sounded like, and I want you from a scale of one to ten, one being oh no, that's Roseanne Barr like to ten. Wow, that was incredible. That's like Whitney Houston. We're gonna rate Demarcus Ware singing the national anthem. So please remove your caps and put your hand over your heart. Ah, U.S. Women's Soccer too old. Can't sing to it. Here is, here's why we leave the national anthem to the professionals, in my opinion. Here's DeMarcus Ware. Not a bad start.
broad stripes and bright stars oh, boy. The low ones are tough for him. <laughs> and the high ones now. Going to the lower register there. Yeah. comfort zone. That's a good decision. Consider that's like a five. Uh, one to ten, one being Roseanne Barr or Carl Lewis, ten uh, being being uh, Whitney Houston. I'll give it a five. It, he, what I do appreciate is he didn't try to hit the high notes to where his voice just completely melts down. He clearly had some trouble in the lower octaves, but you know what? He kept it together. He just kept plugging through and he added a little spice to it at times. I'll go four. Okay. Because at, at no point was it good. Like, it never got good. I can't give it a five because that one note that he hit was like, oh, nice job. It was just always hiding from where he knew he couldn't go. I got to say, I got to say, it was was a disciplined national anthem performance. That's all that matters, right? It does matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he clearly had practiced and knew where he shouldn't go and knew where he couldn't go. So I give it a five. Right. I give it a five. Good job, DeMarcus. Could have been worse. It definitely wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it could have been worse. You know what? It reminded me of if I just took a microphone and, and walked down Flagler Avenue here in downtown West Palm Beach and was like, hey, do you mind you know, giving me your rendition of the national anthem? It would be similar to that, I'm sure. Like maybe you. I, I, I think that you could compete with what we just played, to be completely honest. And I've never heard your voice. I'd love to, actually. But I've no, never... I'm not doing that. Because I know my limitations. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, nobody wants to hear that. And the only patriotic song I would sing is God Bless America, That's which right. should be our national anthem. That's right. Yeah. Preach. Trust. 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 Uh, let's hear one more time. Josh Cohen, uh, he's, he's instigating the masses in Dallas. Nate Diaz and Jake Paul with the most mature trash talk you'll ever hear, courtesy of our own Josh Cohen before their boxing match. Well, Josh isn't boxing. Jake and Nate are. But Josh Cohen asked the question, the most mature most mature trash talk uh, that you, uh, you're 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 gonna hear uh, uh, before a boxing match. Uh, it happened last night. Here's here's this thing. 
What happens if the two of you run into each other on a dark street and there's nobody around? I'm gonna bend him over and like a cowboy. And why? Right. In this situation, who's the good guy? Who's actually the bad guy? Jake's the gay guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Standing on business. I'm gonna grab your cheeks in the ring on Saturday night. Trust me. Hey, everyone, look out. I'm grabbing his cheeks. Trust. What a bunch of dopes. Like, clearly, we're just talking about the most cheese-headed of morons with I'm, those two. I'm going to grab his cheeks. Trust. 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 Put that on a plaque. Put him on his tombstone. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, we go from the lowest of lows in terms of intelligence to the highest of highs. He is the man that we check into because he's so big-brained, uh, knowledgeable in a wide variety of topics, including business, including family, including sports, and maybe even a little physics. Not sure. We'll ask him. Steve Politziner, the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and the president of our parent company, Good Karma Brands. When we return, he's still the banner. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. Ask Steve's on the way. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, the way things are looking, when you want to go see uh, UCF and Arizona State on a Saturday afternoon in Orlando in Big 12 play, you might as well take Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. I got college... Teams moving all over the place. Service starting to Orlando, September 1st. We are literally weeks away from being able to take that comfortable, beautiful, stress-free, fast, swift, yellow train to Orlando. Go Brightline.com, free Brightline app. If you want to get through South Florida stress-free, mock those who are stuck in traffic as you look to your right while you're enjoying Snacks and drinks and air conditioning and Wi-Fi and your feet being kicked up in the premium seating on Brightline. You can get yourself from West Palm to Fort Lauderdale to Miami Central Station. Take a ride share to Lone Depot Park. See the Marlins with a home runner train. How about Inter-Miami? Lionel Messi, the goal getter train. I'll take it to Fort Lauderdale. Ride share to drive Pink Stadium and back. What about an FAU game? That's right. Station now in Boca Raton. Quick stop. Aventura. They've got a Dolphins train coming up this fall as well. They've got you covered. It's the most stress-free, most enjoyable way to get through South Florida. I swear by it. Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Time to get smarter. That's why we have him on every single week. He is the all-knowing wise one. He's the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Time now for Ask Steve's with Steve Politiner. Steve Pollitt Sr. is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. All right, Steve. You've got Oregon. You've got Washington now in the Big Ten, it appears. They've already notified, according to On3, the Pac-12, that they're out of there. 
So you've got Oregon and Washington as well as UCLA and UCLA or UCLA and USC heading to the Big Ten. 18 teams in the Big Ten next year, Steve. You cannot include Rutgers. You can include Rutgers. What, I'm putting you on the spot, is the most random college football game in the Big Ten you can think of that doesn't involve Rutgers now in the new conference? You're not? I mean, my hometown... My hometown team of Rutgers. No, because Rutgers. I went to no games growing up. Right. They were such a pathetic uh, <laughs> program. Okay, the most random game. I feel like Iowa UCLA doesn't have a lot of. That's a good games. one. Not a lot of juice there. It's funny you mentioned UCLA because I was going to say like UCLA Indiana was my most random oh. that I can think of. Oh, oh yeah. So last summer. Um, we were, uh, I was at the All-Star Game in, in L.A. last summer, and she's no longer with ESPN. She's part of uh, the, uh, the layoffs. Ashley Brewer, who was a late-night sports center uh, anchor, um, Ashley was our, our, was our uh, speaker at the lunch that we had for uh, our guests, the advertising partners and, and our guests at this luncheon. And she was asked about, the, you know, the Big Ten. She was a swimmer mm-hmm. um, at, at UCLA. And she was like, I got to tell you, like, not only does it not mean anything for these now football rivalries, she's like, you think a swimmer wants to get on a plane <laughs> in January and go to Pittsburgh, you know, and go to um, whatever, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Right. In the cold and the rain or Penn State. She's like, it just, it just, she's like, it just has sucked. All of it out of everybody. She's like you grew up thinking about this, and I get it. And I get it. Oh, you're getting to go to college for free, but like it's just so. It is just it is eroded. Like not. It was the first time I was thinking not only about football. But think about the rest. Think about like you're a soccer player, and you know they don't travel in the same conditions. They don't get the same setup. It's way more uh, inconvenient. It's games in the middle of the week. It's it's terrible. It's really terrible. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of terrible, you want to hear our new Pac-12 that Stone and I came up with? All right, here we go. So keep in mind, there's only four Pac-12 teams remaining the way it stands right now in 2024, if the reports are true that Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah are going to the Big 12, along with Colorado. Okay, so here's our new new and improved Pac-12. Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford, and then San Diego State, Air Force, SMU, Tulsa, Boise State, and Nevada. What do you think about that? The Pac-12 has become the WAC. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) W-A-C-K. The (laughs) WAC-12. WAC-12, baby. All right. Yeah, put that on a T-shirt. That's right. WAC-12. Copyright Um, that. What a shame. Plus, uh, you know, we... One of the uh, former athletic director at at FAU, you know, Pat Pat Chun, part part of Washington State. Um, really hope that they land, you know, that, that it lands on its feet. But I just think it's all part of what college football is allowed to happen to itself. Um, so remember the handshake agreement that no one was going to poach from anybody yeah. until the next week when everyone did? Right. You know, the big conferences, <laughs> we're not doing this anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Uh-huh. Tell them to hold on. I'll call them back in five minutes so we can, right. you know, like, like, of course. You know, there was that. The way they've handled NIL. You know the way um, uh, the way the, the, the way the transfer portal. There is no if you have no leadership and you have no governance, you have no entity that can be one in and of itself. 
And you know, people like ESPN, you know, the almighty dollar, are willing to put the dollars in. That's what's crumbled the Pac-12. There's no one willing to invest in the Pac-12. So that's what crumbled it because the money isn't there for the schools that they get from their media partners. That's it, period. Basic. Big Ten has the most money. New, newest deal. So they have the most money to spend and attract people. Yep. SEC, right there. Right, and now look what Florida State said yesterday. The ACC doesn't have enough money to keep us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I said earlier going this and week, going and, keep going. And, and I said earlier this week on the show that uh, five years from now, uh, I think there is a better chance that FAU and Miami are conference rivals than there is Florida State and Miami remaining conference rivals. That's my big, bold college football prediction. I mean, you can make that case. I really do. Uh, Steve Politziner, Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick Alive, ESPN 106.3. Steve Politziner, uh is giving us all his knowledge, whether it's business, family, or pop culture. He knows a little bit of everything. I, I want to ask you, uh, we've been talking about, in a shocking turn of events, I'm sure, Steve, when you hear this, what is, uh, what's exhausting you storyline-wise in training camp? Uh, I, 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 I can't do this Aaron Rodgers stuff anymore. Like It's no matter what happens with the Jets. Uh, like Zach Wilson completes a pass, and it's, oh, that was Aaron Rodgers' call. I, I knew when he completed that 57-yard pass last night in that terrible Hall of Fame game that it would somehow make its way back to Aaron Rodgers and either, oh, he gave Zach Wilson the confidence, but it turns out he he made the call. I'm sick of hearing about how two is falling. I'm tired of hearing about jujitsu. For you, uh, what is the, the NFL training camp story that you are just exhausted by? It's a story that doesn't even have to do a training camp, but somehow it's like acceptable because of how, like to your point, because of how tired everyone is of training camp stories. So I'm going a little bit of direction. It's the Johnny Manziel is even covered at this point. Johnny Manziel is the lead story right now on ESPN.com. And it's all because he has the new Netflix special, but like put that somewhere else. Like I'd be on a, I want to be on one of those, um, rehab, um, celebrity types of shows. Celebrity for you, yeah. Why is that in my, that people are so disgusted with sprint, that there's nothing to talk about yet from training camp that now this has become an NFL story. Yeah. I'm already done with it. Uh, yeah. With it. So, so, and what Steve's mentioning, there's this new Johnny football documentary on Netflix and there's a revelation. People have seen clips now that he, uh, he attempted suicide and he was a heavy drug user after he got cut by the Browns in 2016. Uh, bang up training camp stuff for the Browns because now this is going to be a story about Johnny Manziel, uh, a very troubled, uh, questionable character quarterback, and they currently have a very troubled, questionable character quarterback uh, in camp right now as their forever starter uh, on the biggest contract in NFL history. So what a what a fantastic franchise, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they are absolutely crushing it. Just great stuff there. I have a question, by the way, from a uh, a listener, a fan of ESPN 106.3, and you can send your questions at KLV 106.3 on social media to Steve. Ask Steve's. He will take your questions because he is all-knowing. This is from Jenny in Boynton, okay? This is Jenny in Boynton Beach, and she asked, Steve, I have a third grader getting ready to go back to school. I got him a Spider-Man backpack he said he was too old for cartoon comic-based backpacks. At what age do you stop buying those types of backpacks for your kids? I need help. Thank you. Oh, wow. That's a toughie. That's a good spot. And also, um, I don't follow quite the whole Marvel and that whole world, but it, isn't it 
if you're getting it, if you want to set your kid off on a good note, isn't it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpack? Isn't that like the thing again? And, uh, Right now? Yeah. Is that the hot thing? Yes, it is right the now? hot thing. Yeah, and my daughters, it actually warms my heart. My daughters, seven and five, they watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles an awful lot. And they always ask me, what was your favorite show as a kid? And I'm like, that was one of them. That was one yeah. of them. I love it. Totally. And I- I'm going to go with this. Um, this is a pure communication flaw between the mother and the son. <laughs> you got to sit down and say, I'm going to get you this backpack for the year. Does that excite you? If not, you just spent whatever, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollars yeah. and you've now branded the kid as a Spider Man kid. The kid may not even like Spider Man. It's really on the mom. Know your kid. How are you get you you're trying to label your kid as the Spider Man kid when they're not even into the Spider Man? I mean you, you, wake up. Pay attention. That's um, an important I, message I, on I, communication yeah. in the family. And, and the other thing is your kid might like Spider Man today. Good chance he doesn't like it tomorrow. Kids change fast. You have to go more generic. We, I, I'd say always, you know, it's my wife's call, but always went generic with the backpack. Never overcommitted to one, you know, hot movie at the time because in three weeks from now, you're cool with that backpack. In three weeks from now, you're the, you're the kid that has the backpack that's no longer cool. Just don't give yourself fodder. Don't make it easy. Just have a basic backpack. There's plenty of them. Mom, bad yeah. job. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And, and like I always say when it comes to backpacks, I'll take pockets over cartoons. I don't know. I just made that up. Uh, I like pockets. I like the side pockets. Yeah. I need the water bottle situation. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and something durable. Something durable. I can't have that thing. I was. Uh, were you a, a, a two-shoulder guy or a one-shoulder guy on the, uh, the backpack, Steve? I regrettably, and I know, feel it today now in my 40 40- something year old body uh-huh. i was a one shoulder guy yep. and i literally look when i look in the mirror i am imbalanced and i blame those years of yeah i don't need to go to my locker ever i'll put 300 pounds in my <laughs> you're <laughs> like going to the top of k2 shoulders. yeah yeah but i was always one how about you uh, I was I was one for too long before I realized the benefits of two shoulders, and I'm like you. I do think I have shoulder issues because I typically would load that thing up, and then I wouldn't uh, take things out of it. Say I, I, you know, I would put some stuff in it, and non-school related, it would just stay in there. It would progressively get heavier, and it was a problem. So I, I very much sympathize with uh, with your physical pain uh, over that. What what is a good way to ease the physical pain, though? is heading to Duffy's Sports Grill because you can't go wrong. It'll make you happy, help you forget about it. Oh, 80-plus TDs at every single Duffy's. And whether you are tired of the NFL stories or you're ready to get going with the NFL, I can't think of a better place to be watching preseason NFL than at Duffy's, not to mention all of your baseball and any other sport that you like. And, uh, by the way, how about some award-winning wings? How about some award-winning burgers on uh, the Duffy's? And you know what? Pays it back even that much better, the Duffy's MVP card. So check out Duffy's near you where our game is always on. Steve, have a great weekend, friend. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. You too. Bye, guys. That's Steve Politino. Ask Steve here on ESPN 106.3. All right. Listen up. I have a chance to give you something, okay? Because Fridays, we have some fun. And I do things for you. I have, and I can't see them, but I know they exist. I have available to you 
Two tickets, count them, two, two, two tickets to see the Miami Marlins take on the Tampa Bay Rays. Two tickets, Marlins, Rays, August 16th. That is that is 12 days away. I think we already gave out those tickets. Did we? I think it's the Marlins. Oh, the Astros. the Astros. Oh, that's even better. Forget the Rays, sorry. It is even better. It's the defending world right, champions. Right, defending world champions. I'm sorry, I got the date right. Uh, 12 days from now, August 16th, the Marlins and the Astros in a World Series preview. I believe that's what I said to Marlins race. (laughs) Marlins, Astros, a World Series preview at Lone Depot Park. Two tickets, August 16th. Could you uh, check the time on that real quick? Could you check the time on that real quick? We are going to play a game called Stone Goes West in honor of the Pac-12 completely disintegrating and teams throughout the great American West relocating to different conferences. We are going to test Stone's medal, his knowledge of the great American West. Much like the film Fievel Goes West, this is called Stone Goes West. Testing Stone's knowledge of the American West. What, what time is it? <laughs> first pitch, 6.40 p.m. 6, 6 a, a, a 6.39 p.m. first pitch. Your chance now to get in. What you have to do is you have to guess the number of questions Stone will get right, questions about the great American West, its history, its geography, its great states. Stone's knowledge of the great American West, you guess how many out of nine he will get right. Closest to, but not over, Price is Right rules, as always here on Ken Levick Alive. You guess how many questions about the great American West Stone gets correct and you will win two tickets to see the Marlins and the Astros, a 639 first pitch on August 16th, 12 days from now, at Lone Depot Park. So get on in. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. It's the easiest thing you can do to win two Marlins tickets. You just have to say a number. Stone's doing the heavy lifting. He has to bring the knowledge. Stone goes west. His knowledge of the great American West on a day where the Pac-12 looks like it is dead. Two tickets on the line. For the Marlins and the Astros, August 16th, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. You guess how many stones can he get right out of nine? We play Stone Goes West when we return. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The Pac-12 is disintegrating. Football in the West, college football in the West will never be the same, so we might as well pay homage to the great American West, which is why today we play in honor of what was once the final frontier before that whole space thing and, well, before we had phones and stuff. We play Stone Goes West, his knowledge of the great American West. Playing for two tickets to see the Marlins and the Astros August 16th, 6.39 p.m. at Lone Depot Park. Stone, your confidence level is what? Out of 10? I'm going to go two. Out of nine. Out of nine, I'm going to go one. (laughs) 
Uh, you'll be okay. Not much of a geography guy, not much of a history guy, okay. so kind of my weakness here. It gets hot out west. You know what they could use, but they don't have the benefit of it because they're not in Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS Air Conditioning, since 2006, family-owned and operated, they handle your AC needs, and that air conditioning unit is working its tail off in this heat here in South Florida, where it's a feels like of well into the triple digits every day. You've got dew points around 85, 86. I mean, it's miserable. It's just miserable stuff. The air's so heavy, it's gross, and that makes the AC have to churn and churn and churn. Keep your home cool. Keep your condo cool. Keep your business cool. So... If that AC unit's getting close to warranty, it's been around for a while. It's aged, as they say. Uh, you're playing. You're playing with a with a dangerous game. Tori DS comes in. A lot of people they don't even think about their AC unit until it dies. And that stinks. And they do a lot of preventative stuff for you. But if you've been one of those people, and trust me, I've been. I'm not judging. I've been there too. The AC unit just dies. Because it hasn't been paid attention to. You haven't uh, paid attention to the, the red flags, the warning signs. You need EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDS Air Conditioning. All right. Stone goes west here on Ken LaVica Live. Stone's knowledge of the great American West, whether it be pop culture, whether it be geography, his knowledge of what a beautiful portion the United States it is, by the way, his knowledge of the great American West in honor of the Pac-12 dying today uh, for all intents and purposes. All right. Let's start in Port St. Lucie with, uh, is it Luis or Lewis? Take a guess. I'm not quite sure. I don't remember. Is it Lewis or Luis? And I already apologized beforehand for Stone uh, in, in Port St. Lucie. Luis or Lewis? Uh, let's start in Port St. I'm hearing myself. Yes, Luis, could you turn your, uh, your radio down real quick? Beforehand for Stone. Could you put him on hold, please? Yes. I'll go back to him, but he's going to have to get disqualified if that happens again. That's right. Uh, Taylor in Boynton in a car on Ken LaVica Live. Taylor, sounds like you're a step ahead of uh, Lewis or Luis because you don't have your radio on. Thank you for that. Uh, number one of nine, one out of nine, what number are you choosing? I'm, I'm going to choose number five. Five for Taylor in a car. Five for Taylor in a car. Go ahead and uh, put him back on hold if you could, Stone. Uh, Rick. In Boynton. We've got a run on Boynton. Rick in Boynton. Five is off the board. What other number one through nine? Will Stone get correct here? Uh, closest to without going over. Price is right rules in Stone Goes West. I'm going to go with four. All right. Rick is going with four. That's good. That's strategic. That's well done. If we could get Rick back on hold. Let's try uh, Lewis slash Luis one more time here. Lewis slash Luis one more time. Lewis slash Luis. All right, going with four. That's good. That's strategic. That's well done. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make an executive decision here. I can't. I can't do that. I just can't do that. Uh, Who else we going to? Chandler in Jensen Beach. Chandler in Jensen Beach on Ken Levick Alive. Chandler, four and five are off the board. So, what are you picking? One through nine, Chandler. Uh, I'm going to go with seven. Seven. Great confidence in Stone Labanowitz's abilities. The great American West, his knowledge. I would venture out to say, should we give Luis another try? Let's give him one more chance. 
But he's got to have his tell him tell him to turn his radio down. I'll give him one more chance. Okay, tell him tell him to turn his radio down. It is uh, not Luis. It's a uh, another call. Good. All right. Fine. Then Luis is done. I don't no want to give him another chance. This is Chase. All right, Chase. Chase, where are you at? I am driving to work. All right, Chase. Uh, what time do you start? Like uh, two. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's it, all right. It would help if you grab some Marlins. Yeah, that's right. That'll, that'll perk you up a little bit. Uh, seven, five, and four are off the board. One through nine. What's remaining? What do you think Stone's going to do here in his knowledge of the great American West? <laughs> hmm. What am I thinking he's going to do in his knowledge? His knowledge. Yeah, how many is he going to get right pick out a of number. nine? Pick a number. But you oh, can't pick seven, five, I or think, four. I think, I think Stone's going to get seven right. No, you can't pick seven because seven's already taken. Seven? Uh, right, let me, is eight taken? Eight, eight is not taken. So there you go. Eight it is. Right, eight hold. it is. Awesome. All right. Stay on hold. And uh, again, sorry uh, about your employment. All right. Here we go, Stone. Are you ready? Uh, no, but let's go. Time now for Stone Goes West here on Ken Lavica Live. All right, Stone, let's ease you into this one. Okay. We're going to ease you in here. This large bovine creature is prominent on the Great Plains, also the mascot of a football program moving conferences. That is on. Five seconds. A meerkat. That's tough, man. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Large bovine. We would have taken buffalo or bison. I don't know what a bovine is. Buffalo. That's a cow-like creature. That's the same family, Stone. All right. That actually is not off to a good start. All right. Here we go, Stone. 0 for 1. 0 for 1. All right, Stone. Here we go. Number two. This famous... 2,170-mile wagon route started in Missouri, and it's also a popular computer game. This famous 2,170-mile wagon route started in Missouri. It's also a popular computer game. The Oregon Trail. That is correct. That is correct. There you go. Way to bounce back. One correct for Stone Levanowitz with seven left to go in a nine-question Stone Goes West trivia game about his knowledge of the great American West. Rest in peace. Pack 12. Stone, this state has the most 14,000-foot mountains in the United States. This state has the most 14,000-foot mountains in the U.S. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. I know it's between two. No, pick one. I'm going to go Utah. Final answer. Incorrect. It's I'm Colorado? Sorry. It is Colorado. 58. Oh. 58. 14,000-foot oh. Mountains, including Pikes Peak. I've been at the top of it. It was cold. Uh, number three, one correct for Stone. One correct for Stone. Number three in Stone Goes West. Legendary Davy Crockett and over 200 defenders were killed by Santa Ana's Mexican Army at this Texas fort in 1836. That'd be Fort Worth. Incorrect. That is incorrect. That is the Alamo. Ah. That's the Alamo. San Antonio right there on the river walk. That's right. Alamo. That's right. By the way, these days surrounded by a strip mall. And it's surprisingly tiny, the Alamo mm-hmm. as well. All right. This is not going well. Uh, number four. Stone has one correct. And this is question number five. My confidence level. I have as much as my confidence Uh-huh. Uh, here we go. Number four. Stone. Name all of the NBA teams in California. California, all right, Golden State, Sacramento, and Golden State, Sacramento, and those two. My final answer. Hold on. Five. Hold on. 
Four. No, you can't get help. Oh, he's not helping me. He's Five. got his, his mouth full. No, three. Golden State. Two. Sacramento Golden State. One. What is going on That's here? It. What is going on Are here? You okay. Um, do you remember where LeBron James plays? Oh, wow. This is Lakers, like, Clippers, this, Kings, this is, Warriors. This is, this is. Stone, dude, you panicked, man. I did. I did. I haven't seen I you do that. I haven't panicked like that. At all. You usually keep your head even when things aren't going well for you. You panicked. All right. We, we uh, move on. Wow. I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. Holy God, dude. I think it has to do with the time on the clock and me trying to pay attention to the show, but hey. All right, whatever. You're right. All right, here we go. 30 seconds. All right. Uh, The massive 1980 eruption of this mountain in Washington is the last volcanic eruption in the contiguous 48 U.S. states. Oh, my goodness. Um, This is going to be Mount Watanuki. Nope, that's Mount St. Helens. Incorrect. (laughs) Incorrect. Stone, Santa Fe is the capital of this state. Santa Fe. (laughs) Santa Fe. Hmm. Santa Fe. Incorrect. New Mexico. <laughs> this river that winds through the west creates the border between Texas and Mexico. One more time. This river that winds through the west creates the border between Texas and Mexico. That's going to be the Red Nile. That is the Rio Grande. Oh, my God. And then this <laughs> valley in the Mojave Desert holds the hottest temperature in the world history at 134.1. I, I, um, <laughs> you're looking for a desert? Yeah, a desert. Well, it's a valley in a desert. The Utah Valley. Uh, no, that's Death Valley. <laughs> Holy crap. You got one right. One right. Congratulations <laughs> to Rick in Boynton. No, we can't have anybody win, right? Well, well Rick's the lowest, okay? No, we, we can't have anyone win because it's without going over. You got one right. You guys, you picked four. I gave the people a warning and said my confidence level is a one. Sorry, we have no winner this week. We have <laughs> oh, no winner this week. Wow. Stone, there's no winner this week. Holy crap. What a performance. I mean, I don't even know if I would have gotten four. I, I could have gotten the basketball team, but other than that, SOL. Oh, boy. Sorry to Taylor and Rick and Chandler and Chase. Are we done? We are done. All right. That's Stone. I'm Ken. On that note, bye-bye. <laughs>